Miles, what was that? I don't know. I loved it. That was funny. That's what you get from an early morning podcast. I know. We haven't done one of these. No, we haven't. The sun's out. Feels weird. Guns are out. Definitely. Welcome back to Draft Boys, the FPL Draft Podcast. As always, joined by Miles, Hito, and myself, Whitey. Lads, how we do? Good. Yeah. Good? I'm okay. You I'm look, here. You look You're a little here. dusty, man. I am very dusty. Well done for being here. Yeah. I'm going to need you guys to carry me through this one because I, um, yeah, I'm feeling very... I'm a bit dusty. Yeah. Well, for those uh, that might not know, in Australia, it's Australia Day tomorrow, so we get a public holiday. Mm-hmm. So... Monday lies in the middle and no one goes to work on Monday. No. No one. And it was my birthday yesterday, so it got a little loose. <laughs> <laughs> Just yep. a little. It happens. It happens. It does. Yeah, and Hito, you're 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 officially at work right now. Yes. <laughs> yes. I've got my laptop open. So luckily we don't have anyone listening from your work. Yeah, don't tell anyone about the pod. I haven't told anyone, so thank God. <laughs> thank goodness. All right, boys. How do we do this week? The double game week. How yeah. did we? Re- how do we end up? So we wanted to finish up the uh, the game week that we just went through. So it was um, six remaining fixtures that we wanted to talk about, and uh, now everything's over. We can do it exactly. Yeah, so let's do it. give me a little run through of your points. Sure, um, I'll start. Um, just get it up now. So I ended with uh, 68 points. Um, could have been a lot more. We'll talk about what cost me later with Liverpool's debacle in the 80-something minute. Um, but it was pretty even spread. My highest points was um, Allison and Pogba. Yep. Yeah, nice. How about you, Heath? How'd you go? Uh, I was pretty solid in the end. Um, we talked about my stupid decision last week to not play Schmeichel. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and it's cost me the triple-digit week. I uh, hit 88 in the end. Oh. Um, pretty solid, really. Um, just uh, as I mentioned last week, Madison and Mount pulling in some serious points for me. Um, yeah, along massive. with Castagna, but then like you know, Cavani, I went for a pickup of him this week, which paid off nicely. So eight points from him, Grealish, just kind of spread all around, really. Yeah, nice team, juicy, not bad, not bad. Yeah, uh, yeah, I had a I had a pretty good spread of points here. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, just adjusting my microphone. Uh, yeah, like. I got them all over the pitch, really. I got, yeah, nine points from Martinez, seven from Walker, 11 from Sterling, eight from Fernandez, nine from Fernals, eight from Watkins, 18 from Antonio. He really held me together. But everywhere else on the pitch was low points. But, you know, that's pretty good. I got a 70-point week, 77-point week. Decent. Uh, a few auto subs came on there. Bellerin didn't start, which was a bummer. Zaha didn't start, which, yeah, I mean... We all know that, yeah, what happens if what he does there when he's not playing. So, get fucked. Yeah. We already talked about that. I had Pope on my bench with 13 points and Martinez on, on with nine. So, I can't complain too much, but I want to bring up something later to do with those two. Um, I want to see what you guys think, but we'll talk about it during the Burnley game. Have you noticed that it's the first week that he gets a spread across his whole team and he just listed every single player <laughs> and how many points they got because Fernandez wasn't his saving line? Yeah. yeah he well, likes to prove that he's got more, he's more than Hey, there's team. depth, mate. There's depth there. He's not a palace anymore. All right, it was a double game week, so, you know. Look, yeah. look it was juicy. Uh, now, uh, we should get on into our favorite segment. Yep. It's a little different today. Yeah. 
I'm being a morning uh, session. We've decided to do snack chat a little differently. Hito's our snackateur of the day. Um, breakfast styles. Breakfast styles. Uh, now, snack chat normally runs. We bring a, a snack and it's hundred. I'd say 99% of the time an alcoholic beverage. It has been so far, yeah. Uh, today, that is not the case because it's 10 a.m. So, Hito, what have you got for us today? Or you can see why I've rushed you into the room quickly so you can enjoy your nice warm coffees, lads. Oh, damn. <laughs> you brought it well. I need a little perk. <laughs> I really need this. I know. Pick me up. I got you a double shot. In heart. <laughs> Super strong. Good call. <laughs> this isn't my double frappiano soy milk chai latte. <laughs> it's delicious. Yeah, Anything no. with caffeine, I think, would be yeah, pretty yeah, caffeine. Right. Pretty damn good. Keep us going. And, and what then, are we snacking? And to help soak up some of the uh, craziness of yesterday, Milo, I got some nice thick banana bread for you. Oh, thick! Uh, it is thick. thick. It's it toasted oh. as well. <laughs> oh, it's warm. <laughs> it's it's still ads. warm. That is impressive. It feels like you could throw that and hurt someone seriously if you threw it at them. Good quality. Not quality bad. BB. Not bad. Mm. Good on both ends. And I can't butter, say much of a... There's butter as well if you want to, you know... You're not getting extra points for the butter, mate, okay? okay. Stop right. trying to get extra points. Well, I'm going to have butter, so <laughs> do whatever you like. <laughs> All right. Well, um, look, I'm going to start us off with a rating. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start with the banana bread. And I'm just going to give you like a solid like seven for it. Yeah. Banana bread's never high on my list. I'd say it's a... Yeah, it's it's a seven. seven? I'm with that. A 7.1. Throw a 7.1 down. Oh, okay. wow. I don't like to go flat numbers. <laughs> and look, um, just to make up for that a bit, because this is probably the drink I've needed the most in any pod, I'm just going to give you a 10. <laughs> what? You can't give a 10. <laughs> I'm just giving a 10. I need this so bad. This has happened for me twice. Don't now I've given Marlo what he needed at the right time. It's not necessarily the best drink. That's fucking bullshit. I don't, I don't rate on the whatever. It's just what I feel like. You don't rate on the whatever. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> the weather? I don't. He rates based on the weather. You get uh, a 10. That's so good. Okay. Well, I'm going to adjust my rating accordingly. <laughs> oh, <rude>. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most trash coffee I've ever had. Oh, no. It's pretty good. 7.9. 7. Oh, that's I'm not a high. coffee drinker, okay. but this is this is good. A good coffee. It is actually a good coffee. It's good. I'm getting into it more lately. Shout out Oliver Brown. Thanks, Oliver Brown. Yeah. Yeah. Next yeah. sponsor. Yeah. Next sponsor. Hook us up. Just around the corner here. <laughs> All right. Enough fucking around. Let's get into it. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Okay. First game of uh, this game week is, well, first of the ones we haven't talked about yet. <laughs> uh, Newcastle versus Leeds. Uh, now, Newcastle got pumped. Over the weekend, they uh, they had they lost three nil against Arsenal and two nil against Aston Villa. What do you guys think of their? Well, this will probably be pretty quick, but any opinions over either of their performances? I think they they were very quiet, really. In most games, they've kind of lost that edge that they had towards the start of the season when we saw Wilson firing and really kind of keeping them alive. Yeah, um, yeah, they've really kind of dipped away. Obviously, Darlow is always shot stopping like a madman yeah kept them in the game kind of even though they were never really in it um i don't have much from this um besides i was just gonna say we always mention newcastle and wilson but i kind of think that um like personally i have wilson so i've had a a pretty close eye on him i think that i just overachieved from wilson for early early um so i'm really thinking about just being a bit ruthless now and just dropping him because he just doesn't really seem like he has it, and maybe it's because he's not getting anything from the other players. 
And, yeah. Um, now this that, run of form is enough yeah, for you to be like yeah. a li- pretty wary on it. And now Carol's starting to get a few starts. You know, I'm thinking, you know, maybe the points, if there are any in, with Newcastle, they'll be spread between yeah. the two possibly. Yeah, so less returns. But, I mean, he's still on pens and that's where a lot of his points have come from. Yeah. But anyway. they've got to get in the box though to win a pen. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Far out. I mean, in that um, Aston Villa game, uh, that one that isn't one I got to watch the whole one through. But the highlights, I didn't see one highlight from Newcastle. Newcastle, yeah, yeah. not one. Yeah, it's I quite dire. So, and I think just very quickly before we move off from Newcastle, I think that's a good point where you're saying you can drop him. I think there's also an element of draft where you know your league that you're in, mm. and you can quite probably comfortably know based off how we play. That you're gonna drop him and not worry about, or someone's gonna jump on him. Yeah, I might. Like some teams, some leagues do. You might have a guy that will literally jump on like any kind of mm. player, but I think you could quite comfortably know that if you think, okay, no one in my league's gonna probably jump on this. You're like maybe it's a it helps like towards that argument of dropping them. Yeah, it depends on every player's situation. Like, for example, who are your strikers right now? I got Vardy, uh, Wilson, and. Um, Look, I'm Bamford. Bamford, yeah. So you got strong strikers. So your third striker, you know, even though he was decent, mm. you kind of you don't not taking as big a risk. I feel like dropping him, trying to you know make some moves. Whereas, like for me, I have had well, my strikers got badly injured. I got him and Ez fucking out for the season, and mm. and they didn't. And Antonio was a struggle for a while, not anymore. But. For me, I was like, I'm got two striker spots that I can pretty happily fucking churn yeah. through. So like, I would take a risk on Wilson because I know it's pretty fucking grim out there. Like, I've been trying to pick up strikers all season. Yes. Yeah, At tough. the moment, I've got Antonio Watkins and Giroud, and I don't love that lineup. It's mm. probably one of the better ones I've had in a while, but still more potential than actual, you know, quality. Yeah, exactly. So someone like Wilson, who I know starts every week, I'd be pretty tempted by that. Yeah. So anyway, that's just from no, that's my a good point. Like, yeah, yeah. I just have like I don't really have one star striker. Like Antonio had one good week. Mm. We'll see what happens there. But yeah, for me, I could easily bring him in. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay. Uh, now next side, next part of this uh, fixture, Leeds. Uh, Leeds only played one game. They lost one nil to Brighton. Mm. Yeah, that they classic roller coaster, man. I know. I don't know Up what and to down. do. Pump teams get pumped. Random losses you don't expect. Well, because yeah. yeah, I totally was hoping for more points here because I picked up Dallas and Harrison. Uh, I think two weeks ago, knowing that they had like a couple good fixtures coming up, and they had I think. Did they have a double game week? No. No. No, sorry. They just had good fixtures. And then I got instant reward and return from that first pickup. And then you'd think, oh, Brighton, they'll probably beat them. Mm. Gone. So it just shows you how unpredictable Leeds players have been for everyone this season. Yeah, they do. They get pumped. They get pumped. This happens. They're just like like a hooker on King Cross, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> Still got the jokes for you, lads. <laughs> Not bad. I actually think you're in better form. <laughs> yeah, no. We should do hungover pods more often. Yeah. I will say, though, that um, Harrison was one of the only bright sparks in that game and he's in my team. So hopefully he scores more points. Well, that's hard. When he does score, he scores awesome goals and then he'll just go quiet until there's that, that no kind of consistent like, oh, just whatever type of goal, I'll score all of them. It's like, no, I hit the screamers and the bangers mm. and I'll take a few weeks off because that took it out of me. Yeah, yeah, true. I think with Leeds, you know, we've just – We've spoken about this during the season and it's like 
they're going to score a lot of goals. Sometimes they won't as well. So you've pretty much just got to pick one up um, and like the West Ham players and just keep them in your team because, you know, you never know who's going to score from there. And I'm looking at their fixtures. You know, obviously this one's just juicy for them. They could win, you know, three or four nil against yeah. Newcastle the way they play. Then they play Leicester. But then after that, um, you know, it's not too bad for the next like six games. So you could get a bit of returns because they'll play. Yeah, I know. And yeah, that, exactly. And that was part of my process in picking those guys up. They were free and I just thought I'll take a risk on Nefender and and, yeah. and a midfielder. And he's a good looking midfielder too. We've talked about him a bunch of times. Mm. So I just thought, look, over those couple of weeks, yeah, he might have his down weeks, but he should get some points yeah. across all those good fixtures. It's so. much more appealing picking up players and having them sitting in your team, even if they're not doing much from an attacking overall team yeah like they've got the ability to score goals exactly instead yeah. of like hoping burnley or someone might score five yeah like, oh, they might only get one and i had the benefit of instant return from both those players exactly. so like i've already kind of justified and i can sit on them for a little while see what happens go with the fixtures um they're like a they're like the, they're a long-term investment yeah, yeah. They're, they're like an s&p 500 investment. <laughs> yeah, exactly you know are we, are we starting a stock podcast now <laughs> yeah <laughs> All right, so let's get a prediction on this one. Uh, yeah, so I'll start. I yeah, never start. Yeah, I'm you going got in. A, you got investment in this. Yeah, I do. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I look at it. Leeds three, Newcastle none. Nice. Yeah, I was thinking that too. Like, I think they could get pumped, yeah. and we're ready to go up that other side of the Leeds roller coaster. Yeah, we are. We are. We're um, climbing. We've been yeah. climbing. <laughs> I think I think we're going to see some points from Paddy B, um, my boy Harrison. Yeah, I'd be jumping on Leeds attackers yeah. and wing backs this week. And also, yeah, just, yeah, Alioski. I was just going to mention yeah. one of the wing backs in Dallas. Yeah, the other one. I got Dallas. They yeah. look real good. Yeah, Alioski so, looks cool. Yeah, yeah. What a name, Dallas. Yeah, Dallas. What a Dallas. cool name. Do like it. It's good. All right. Uh, moving on. West Brom versus Man City is our next uh, fixture. Yeah. So this was interesting from West Brom. They pulled out a great performance, really, against Wolves. They yeah. won 3-2 against them. Uh, West Ham beat them 2-1. So you've got to kind of be happy with that. Like, even that result against West Ham is pretty good for them. Three points from those two games. 100%. Yeah. So which, which performance was better, that yeah. or Hedo's description of what happened last week? <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be Hedo's because... <laughs> I think he does. I did finish. You, you still remember? Yeah, right? yeah. I was like, yeah. I was trying to remember for a second. I'm like, what is that why agree? you had such a big day yesterday? Because you couldn't like find something that matched that high. Yeah, I was yeah. looking for it. Yeah, <laughs> two a.m. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to the game. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Pereira scoring that pen uh, early on, uh, won by Robinson, like only like six minutes in. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Dumb pretty challenges for both pens. They had that game. Hey. Yeah. W yeah. Uh, what else happened in that game? Heat. Uh, so we also saw Robertson um have a good good attempt close range. There was a really good save on that one. Um, but he looked quite lively. And the fact that he won both pens as well, Robertson up front. Mm. That's an interesting kind of interest there. Um, and threat from him that we haven't seen. Um, I don't know about you guys. I find him and Pereira really hard to distinguish between. Yeah, from I agree. Like, I completely agree. In the football agree. pitch, they look very similar. Yeah. Um, and they're also like Ajay with the... He's like the defender. Kind oh, of getting yeah. the points. Yeah. 
Yeah, he kind of a couple of weeks ago he was the point scorer against Liverpool. That's correct. Um, yeah, yeah. So he's that since, up every now and again. Is that since um, Sammy's been in charge that he got uh, his goals? Potentially, yeah, maybe yeah. there's a new strategy on set pieces. I don't Could know. Be. Like it's not a crazy amount of points, but interesting mm. that a defender from West Brom, which you wouldn't think is you know pulling in some set piece threats. So I definitely still teams. see him though as like no way. Oh yeah, maybe the against teams like can see. if you're kind of desperate for a fifth and maybe they've got a good fixture against a team that's not good at set pieces if you mm. want to dive into that kind of level of stat. And that's um, the thing, you know. He's the only one i look at. You know, uh, fantasy points are going to be scored across all teams at different points. And, you know, we haven't been getting on West Brom until they've proved otherwise. And they have been scoring a few goals. New manager. Defense is a little bit better. Um, but their attack is the main thing. Like, attack, they're actually getting a decent amount of they're goals. They're getting points. And look. We're looking at this fixture, but I'm actually looking past this fixture and behind it. So they play City this week, but then they play Fulham, Sheffield, and that could be a really good time to get these these goal scorers that we've been talking about. Yeah, yeah. that's true. And we've said before, jump on the week early. Week early before yeah. other people. So you might and this is that week. This, week. this is that week. So have a look at like I think Pereira. I mean, he's on the stand and you know he's on set pieces and he will score the odd goal and get the assist. So. If he's available, um, you know you can't you can't lie with form. Yeah, yeah, no, very true. You can't lie with form. Yeah, look, I know. I was trying to think of what to say. I love it though. I love it. You just made it work. <laughs> yeah, you got there, mate. You're doing well. No, but you can't lie about it because it's, you can't it's lie. there in the stats. That's look. That's it. It's there in the stats. Okay. I well, I, I mean, quick review again with um, the West Ham game. Pereira was the scorer there. Um, yeah, Furlong kind of needed to do better with a. Uh, late volley chance. Yeah, he scored as well for this season already. Um, but I guess it's not what you expect from a like a defender from West Brom. But mm. still, they're kind of getting there. They're, they're stuck in that one. So, I don't know. I think they're going to have a hard game against City though after City walking away with 6-0 to nil over their two games. Yeah. Yeah. So, let's talk about City now actually. That's a good uh, segue. Man, shit. So, how did they go? They, um, they beat Palace 4-0. Yeah, 4-0. And yeah. then... They beat Villa 2-0. So, so kept clean sheets. Defenders were all in the points. Um, Fair bit of rotation, I believe. Bit of rotation. Yeah. But still, there was a bit of a core core team that he put out. You know. K- oh, the first thing. KDB's outside the foot, ball through. Yeah. To, uh, was it John Stones? Yeah. That was it. That was, yeah. Not even going to talk hell. about it. It was, fact, John Stones' first goal. I can't talk about the cross. Yeah. Like, the, sorry, John. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But fuck, it was perfect. Oh. If he didn't score it, you'd have to go, no, nah, retire, mate. Yeah. He is, um, he, what a player. But I'm not sure if you guys have seen, but he's, he's injured. Yeah. yeah. Hamstring. And he got corona, I think. Four, four to six oh, weeks. Oh, that's a good time to get it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a good time to <laughs> yeah. get it. For sure. Yeah. I mean, get it while you're injured, man. Yeah. yeah so well, I had a look and I think it looks like I'm going to miss about six or seven Premier League fixtures from it. Love it. That's so brutal. I'm glad that I've got a really deep midfielder bench. Yeah. Um, you know, because my worst midfielder is essentially Neto. So that's not too bad. No. Unfortunately, um, though, you've uh, lost a striker as well. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. You know, Vardy's going I'm in for just a rubbing hernia, it in now. <laughs> hernia operation. But, oh, because we spoke about Leicester last week. Yeah, so we'll see. It, it should be only two or three weeks. Um, give you guys that's a terrible. chance to catch me that's with brutal. my huge lead that I've got. Um, I love it. And then yeah. the, the rest of the season will be spicy. The wolves smell oh. blood. Yes, I love it. It's all There's good. blood in the water. <laughs> I've got a deep bench, but we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. So rest of this game, um, 
Gunawan is in crazy form. Uh, I curled that one in from range. Beautiful. He he, just kind of bulldogged that ball back, didn't he, on the edge of the box, winning possession back. Yeah. Just so much hunger. And then that finish. Oh, He's like worthy last week with the Wolves description. <laughs> yeah, goal. for me, it's him. He's Woo. turned. He's turned City around. Yeah, for sure. He's so dogged at kind of defending high up the pitch. Yeah. Like he's kind of winning those balls back, and then he's got such a good shot from range, which helps against like those teams that defend yeah. deep. And he can just come in at the end and just pop it through. Yeah, and he's got a good pass on him. It's like, whoa, this guy's good. Yeah, like. It's- Insane. What for we expected someone from who from was just on. no contribution from that deep pivot role to in the last like what eight weeks been the most informed probably midfielder. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, hundred percent. It's crazy. It's crazy. And boys, I'm just gonna call it like I'm adding two goal of the seasons into my watch list from this game. Yeah. Oh god, another one. It's got to be the 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 John Stones goal just because of the pass from KDB. Yeah, okay, like that's. Really? It's like... So why don't you, oh, why don't you put team. that in your assist of the season? Assist of the season. We'll okay. start two lists. Okay, yeah, it could be okay. assist of the season. Two lists. I think Gundogan's goal deserves a shout. Like for the work he had to do to win the ball back. Mm. on the, It wasn't just a random speculative shot. Like he worked for that. Great skill to find some space and then just pinged its top right corner. See, this is what you get from Hito's goal of the season. You get a description and it's not just the goal, it's the build-up. Yeah, it's you why. Know, you look at Optus Sport or wherever you watch your goal of the seasons and it's just a whole lot of goals just put together and stuff. <laughs> it's, you don't get that. So. No. We, well, need to justify we need to do like the reaction video where you're yeah. just in the little corner, yeah, just talking. Yeah, it's happening. Full commentary. 2021 goal of the season, Hedo. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm noting it down as we speak. Yeah, so we can reference it later. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. All um, right. So um, in the second game, uh, they played Aston Villa, and um, I felt that they just really controlled this game so well against a you know pretty threatening team of Villa. Yeah, they did. Because yeah, Villa looked quite strong. Um. Mm. So, yeah, they did well. There's a little bit of a early scramble um, trying to score a goal with um, Bernardo Silva kind of coming into play. Mm. Um, he's been playing a little bit lately now. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and he's someone that would be available in, I'd say, yeah, like 95% of leagues. Was not in form or favour from Pep at all. Yeah, for like basically the last 18 months. Yeah. You know, he had that killer season. And then- yeah, but I think he was played in a different position for a lot of that season. Yeah. Like he was actually played up on the wing or something. Yeah, he kind, kind of played of, where Mares slash yeah. um, Foreign Torres plays now. Exactly. Yeah. And like it was kind of no one expected, well, except me, but no one expected <laughs> that that run, really. I kind of heard Pep was hyping him heaps in preseason that year. Yeah, he was like, if I could have 11 Bernardo Silvers, I would play them all. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I was like, ooh, sounds good. That's like the ultimate manager brag when you're saying, yeah. I wish I could have 11 of this one player. Yeah, I know, exactly. He did kind of copy Mourinho when Mourinho was like, if I could have 11 Cesar Azpilicuetas, I would play them all. <laughs> yeah. He probably said that about Terry and Drogba oh, too. Can you he? imagine that bus? <laughs> 11 Azpilicuetas, like... Well, can't cross a ball in, can't <laughs> score, but he can defend. Yeah, it's like twenty clean Mate, sheets a season. You were just no, thirty-eight clean you were sheets just a season. Press, like top level and top form, Aspie would just be pressing the other team into like submission. That's yeah, it. they'll just give up. They're just like, oh, we'll just kick it in for you. Just yeah, so I'm, yeah, true. <laughs> they'd be exhausted. Yeah, they're so like, fuck. No we haven't left our own eighteen-yard box. <laughs> yeah, and there'd be so much like fucking gestures. And it's like the <laughs> angriest faces. I love him. Love you, Aspie. <laughs> All right, so Stones uh, got the next goal in that ga- game. So two goals for him. 
Um, oh, that's the um, Palace game. Yeah, it's still the Palace yeah. game. Sorry. We've moved on a little bit. Oh, did you move on? We, yeah, moved. we moved yeah, on. We're, going, oh, we're moving on, man. Oh, wow. Just let Sorry, without me. No, I was taking notes. You were I taking was, notes, yeah. <sighs> shit. Shit. That's all right. But we didn't shout that out. Yeah, he got two, which is crazy. Yeah, I think that was worth a mention. I definitely didn't hear you mention that. Okay, anyway, moving on to that other game, as you said. So, Bilva doing well. Yeah, basically. Yeah, okay. So... Just with City, um, look, I really just see them pushing ahead. I know that they've lost De Bruyne, but I think that Gundogan does feel some sort of gap that he's going to And leave. Foden It'd too. be and interesting Foden. to see how much they miss his creativity. Yeah, it will be. But I'm looking at their fixtures and they've got three, you know, they've got West Brom, Sheffield, Burnley. So I think they're shoe-ins. Then they play Liverpool, Tottenham, Arsenal all back-to-back. So I think that will be a really deciding period for City season. Without KDB. Without KDB. KDB doesn't get back until possibly the Arsenal game, but that that's earliest. For so me, I'm, that spells danger. Because the they're their toughest games, and if they lose them, they may kind of fall off the wagon a bit. They might fall off the wagon a bit. I, it could be... It, it's going to be one to watch. That's well, it depends sure. what happens over the next three weeks whilst they have their easy fixtures. If yeah. they spank out nine points mm. and you've got Liverpool struggling, like Chelsea, don't know what's going on there. Arsenal seem okay but could drop away. Tottenham have kind of... It yeah. could just be a Manchester finish it to the be. end of the season. It could be spicy. Could be. Um, one quick note is I saw that Foden is their top goal scorer across all competitions at the moment. Oh, interesting. Mm. So, like, he's scoring goals. I mean, I'm kind of, like, worried because I dropped him. I picked him up calling it would be his breakout season. Yeah, and then, did. like, he didn't get a few starts and now it's coming back and I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. I'm I think he'll gonna... be picked up. This, this, I think he's way. gone, dude. Oh, did he get picked up? Dude, he got picked this? up. Yeah. Got oh, up. Mitch picked him up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He got Shit. picked up quick. Yeah. That's right. So, anyway, I think if people haven't picked up him already, mm. I think Foden's going to be getting minutes, especially while KDB is not in. Like, yeah. I, I think the hardest thing is that, like, Sterling's nailed on for the left. You've got Rodri and or Fernandinho or Kunduan sitting in the pivot. It's kind of like the center attacking mid and right wing. Rotation between like Torres, Foden, and Mares. Yeah, it's mm. kind of like and, hard to yeah, Gundogan as well. Well, he's I think he's sitting. In oh, that, is he sitting he's in sitting that in that pivot? pivot. Okay, I think that's the hard call there. If you're trying to pick between those three, mm. I just it's feel like tell. I feel like um, Foden's more central. Like I feel like he plays better out. Oh, definitely, he's, central position. Yeah, he's, so if KDB's out, he feels more to me like the natural yeah. kind of. Replacement. Yeah, and I'm just going to do a, a quick little shout out to to Mares. And this is just like a Milestradamus moment. Um, <laughs> look, he hasn't really been getting the starts, um, but I think with KDB out, just from a creativity angle, um, rely I, on that more. I, I think that he's going to he's going to start and he's going to step up. He's going to have to. Yeah, someone's going to. Or otherwise, Gundogan can just keep pulling them through. So could I, happen. I'm actually trying to trade for Mares at the moment. Wow. Yeah. yeah, he really hasn't been playing much. Interesting. I'm trying I like to that though. Yeah. I do like that. I yeah. like that a lot. Um, all right. I need a prediction for this one, boys. Okay. Uh, jump I'll, in, Marley. I'll jump in. Uh, West Brom City. I'm going to say could be a bit spicy. I'm going to say one to four. West Brom one, City four. I okay. paused. I was like. Or did he go the other way? No, no, no. I did Monster Damas. Home fixture for... Interesting. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, look, I, I kind of see that. 
I don't know if they'll just score as many goals without KDB. This is the first test, so we'll 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 get a good idea here. Yeah, let's see. All we know is that Sammy will set him up pretty organised to defend. Okay, Burnley versus Aston Villa. Burnley, uh, look, some interesting results here for Burnley. I th- I think two good results really. West Ham are a team in form. They only lost one nil to them. Um, you know, Ben Mee with a block on Yarmolenko in that first game. Ben how, Mee. We ben love Mee. him here. How much does that hurt you, Hito, when Wade's just like, I think there's two pretty good results for them. So they lose to West Brom. Sorry, they... West Ham. West Ham. And then they win against Liverpool. Right. What's that saying? Well, that is a good win for them. Yeah. For sure. But then, you know... Well deserved. Shouldn't it be the other way around? It should be. <laughs> but it's well deserved. <laughs> I'll give it to them. I was waiting for that one. So in their second fixture, lost to, yeah, Liverpool... Also beat Liverpool 1-0. So good. Hito, anything further to say about Liverpool? No, no, we'll save that. that. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, look, and and in that game they defended really well. Um, I mean, what did you think of Burnley's performance, having being a Liverpool supporter? I think they did really well. It's kind of, you expect that from a lot of teams. They've been doing it to us a lot lately. And if there's a team that show you how to do it right, it's Burnley. Um, They were just so solid in their bank of four. We couldn't break them down. You've got a giant of a keeper in goal. Um, and they've got some like threat up front with Wood who can hold up ball, hold up the ball and Barnes with a bit of pace and kind of liveliness. Like they just didn't have enough support from their wingers to really counter on us. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they were really, really kind of good at their job just holding in and that's a team I'd expect to do it. They frustrated you basically yeah. until you gave away a pen. Yeah, and they nearly tried to give us a goal with me doing a failed back pass that yeah. Origi couldn't pass Don't on. shit talk me, mate. Not on this pod. <laughs> I well, can't believe Origi. You can save that for your Liverpool podcast, okay? Well, <laughs> that was tough. But yeah, I know, tough. But yeah, huge fantasy points though from Burnley that I don't think many people would have predicted or played. Um, but I think that's a sign for maybe teams that are versing Liverpool coming up. Maybe don't be as hesitant to play yeah. teams against them because we are not scoring. So I agree. Burnley. And at Burnley starting to look a bit more like what we've seen before from them, like really solid defensively and then, you know, kind of winning some stuff further yeah. up the field. Um, but, yeah, I've got a question. And, look, it kind of melds into the next uh, team we're going to talk about, Aston Villa. But I have Pope and Martinez. Mm-hmm. So at the moment, currently, they're the top two goalkeepers in fantasy. Yep. Both equal on 92 points. I know. Very impressive, I put up. <laughs> Massive. I know, huge. <clears throat> now, I don't know if it's good to have that. Like, that means I'm getting goalkeeper points regardless every week. Or do I try and sell that 92 points for a player that, you know, my, a decent midfielder or a striker, which I've already said I'm struggling with? Do I try and see if I can work myself into getting a better striker? using a goalkeeper yeah you'd have to target the right person i think um yeah so so that's what i always try to do with my trades i look at who i want like with the position and then look at how i can try to persuade that player that it will help both of our teams Mm. you know yeah like i'll put it in perspective here so i'm looking at the one two three four five six seven eight nine ten so uh, Martinez and Pope are just outside the top 10 in overall points scored. Mm. So they're basically equal with Rashford. Not Rashford's on 93, De Bruyne's on 95. 
Mm. Um, Zaha's on 92 equal with them on 92. So sure. kind of shows you what's around them at the mm. moment. Wilson's also on 92. And it's also a thing where you want to kind of trade on a high um, and this would be just a really ample opportunity to do that. And like I think the numbers as well kind of just give me a lot to work with mm. because, I mean, they're great. Like you look at that 92 points, like that beats like so many class players. Like, you know, it's several points over Sterling and Mane. Um, you know, you've got a bunch of players. Madison's on 82. Just kind of put some of that in perspective, mm. how many points a goalkeepers can actually get. Yeah, and it definitely. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think for me, the only thing you have to think about too, though, is when you look at just keepers, their points. Like there's not, there's quite a few keepers that are fairly close to them in the totals. Mm. So you're dropping like 12 points less for Schmeichel, 13 points less for Leno and Loris and Fabianski then a little bit more for Edison. So it's not an enormous... A little, it's like, like nearly 20 points between but Edison that's and That's not them. a huge... That's not a huge... It's not that much if someone, like if I, For me, example, I have Schmeichel, who's 12 less points. I'm not doing a trade for another keeper. Yeah, I get that. Like, but I wouldn't target you. I know, but I mean like you've got to get lucky to have someone who doesn't have one of those... You know what? Four more keepers: Top Michael, eight. Leno, Loris. Like we're in the seven-man Edison. Who's the Allison owner? Me. What's your backup keeper? Pickford. Oh, you're my target. Okay, I'll give you Wilson. So you're looking at someone <laughs> like someone might have, for example, Darlow and Mendy. Mm. That's the you basically don't want anyone who has those top six seven yeah, keepers agreed okay that's so, i think when it, those points come into play when someone's their keeper is like 40 points behind yeah your keeper because i think for them they have to really need it and you might have to throw in another like okay defender to get a slightly better yeah defender but that's fine i can make that work like i can yeah. definitely like sell a bit of a decent defender as well to try and exactly. get myself something it's a better spicy deal for sure like throwing a top keeper but I think also you're in a good position where you can just pick the fixture between your two keepers. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. What's better? Like try and angle it for a trade or yeah. just go, oh, I'm going to have a good keeper no matter what. Because, for week. example, in mm. like three weeks' time, you've got Pope playing City and Martinez playing West Ham. Like you might be like, oh, fuck City. I'm not playing that fixture potentially because yeah, they yeah. could score like six goals. Like, yeah. Just finally, if I was you, I'd be like targeting someone to get a certain player and then have a negotiation and then say, I'll throw in this. So it's like an extra thing yeah, yeah, that yeah. they get, maybe. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Swing it. I like it. All right, moving on. Uh, we haven't really talked about Aston Villa yet. Yeah, let's um, have a bit of a chat about it. Yeah, Man City uh, beat them 2-0. Not overly surprised at that. Um, even though Aston Villa's form, it is City at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, and then they won 2-0 against Newcastle. Um First of all, in the City game, Barkley back in the team. Yeah, he's back. Um, El Ghazi being dropped. Um, so it seems like that nice little hot period is potentially gone. I have to shout out, I did call that happening. Did Remember? you? Yeah. Well, that's yeah. why when we were, it came out, we were like... Talking about El Ghazi. Jump on him early while it's the form, take yep. advantage of it. And then if it changes, it changes. Mm. Um, so that's why people left it till three games in to make that decision. It seems like a shit call now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, totally agree with you there. I think they were a bit unlucky against City because they really dominated until City got their goal. Um, and, and then City really controlled it. And then they got fucked by that stupid offside mm. rule. Yeah. <laughs> with Rodri coming back from what, like 40 meters offside. Yeah. 
that was the so unlucky. I think that's bullshit. Yeah, but um, you know, rules are rules. But man, if a player rules is like, are rules, why don't you just have a Love player it. sit ten meters offside then, and then yeah. just be a, like a kind of wary in the back of my, you know, mm. peripheral. And if the player chests it and controls it, you're then onside and you can snap it off them. Like that could just be a dirty tactic for teams to use now. It is a bit filth. Leave your until the rules change. I know, but isn't that more teams could do it? Exactly. We might see it. Exactly. But yeah, I think they were a bit unlucky to come away without anything from that game. But um, in terms of Newcastle, they obviously looked a lot better. Um, kind of goal from Watkins and um, Traore. Mm. Traore, our boy in, in the goals again. Traore's been really good. He has been really he is good. He's the man. Um, yeah, he's been really good. It's funny actually looking at... I'm just kind of on the transactions page of um, the fantasy website here and I've just selected Aston Villa just to see what like the team, who's got who and what not in that team. Hmm. If you look at it, the top three point scorers for Aston Villa, Grealish at the top with 105, so obviously he's owned. Martinez, 92, I've got him. Watkins, 77, I've got him. And then... There's like three Aston Villa defenders then available roughly all around like the 70-point range. Mm. Target's on 74, Ming's 69, Cash 62. I know that's not crazy points, but that's like that's still decent for what's actually out there right now. Mm. Um, you know, considering that 92 points is basically 11th top highest point scorer as we discussed before. Mm. It's kind of surprising how little ownership of Aston Villa Defend, Aston Villa defenders we still have. Yeah, they do keep quite a few clean sheets. Yeah. They've kept mean, 10 now. And if I'm just looking Ten, ahead yeah. at their uh, their fixtures and they've got five really good fixtures, I think. they got Burnley, Southampton, West Ham, Arsenal. Okay, it doesn't actually look as good. N- as, nah, dude. Because you forget that those teams, some are in form. And they yeah. Don't, like Southampton's they dropped a little bit. It. When I first jumped on, I was like, oh, it looks good. And then you actually see it. Yeah, I know. Um, but anyway, yeah, so there's not like a lot of ownership there. And yeah, I can see Barkley, you know, Barkley's available for us. Yeah. So it would be interesting. Uh, Aston Villa is one of those ones where I think that people more still might still be underestimating and you can maybe have a little look through their team and find something that might be a good, you know, fourth or fifth kind of mid or yeah. defender. Yeah, agree. So, um, upcoming fixtures, yeah, as you say, Burnley, Southampton, West Ham. I'd still be thinking that they could maybe keep some clean, she- a couple clean sheets in there, maybe for those first two fixtures. I agree. Um, I think it's – oh, we didn't really talk about how they went against Newcastle. I mean, Watkins played pretty well. He got – a ball fell to him pretty luckily. Um, that header, you know, was pretty nice. He got up high and finished yeah. well. Had another chance that he finished very nicely but was ruled offside, which as a Watkins owner was hard to watch. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, those ones are always a I bitch. know. Yeah, I think he's going to be huge next season once he's had a year to settle in. For sure. Yeah. I think he'll be like a Chris Wood of last season. Ooh, like 12 goals. Chris Wood. He's classed. Yeah. How about you give us a prediction, Hato? Yeah, how about I can it? do that. Have at it. Uh, I think Villa are going to win 2 0. Oh, like what they Two. just did. Yeah. Okay. I think Burnley are going to be defensively uh, strong again, but they've got not enough threat. But I think Villa have got the creativity to get through. And maybe just relax a little bit more than they were against Liverpool because they, they see, you know, a team like Villa instead of Liverpool. Yeah, they so ramp, they psych themselves maybe up. Maybe we could, you know, just be a little bit more attacking than they were. Yeah. 100%. I think you see that against West Ham. 
Like, yeah, exactly. They lost one nil to West Ham, and I personally I think Villa's a better team than West Ham at the moment. Either West Ham have been good. Yeah. Um. So yeah, definitely chance there. Okay, next game: Brighton versus Fulham. Uh, Brighton played Leeds and won one nil. The Leeds roller coaster. I know, and that goal was nice. Morps. That was a great team goal. Yeah, really good. It was so How nice. How many passes was? Yeah, that? I don't it was know. Crazy. There's that like the work from Trossard to get free, then like pass it out wide for I think it was McAllister to cross it into Mopé to tap it. I was like, oh, it was beautiful. I just like flash back to like Arsenal type goals. Yeah, goals definitely. Back in like what six years ago or something when they used to do that all the time. Yeah, no, it was lovely. Man, they used to do that and never actually score the goal. I know. They'd yeah. look amazing, boom, yeah. boom, 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 and then try to it's pass true. it in, never it's get true. it in. But it was yeah. very nice from Morpé. So pretty good. Finally, Brighton grinding out a result. I mean, we constantly look at them and go, they actually look pretty good. And then they fucking get a draw or they lose or they draw like three all against a great team. I don't know. You just can't predict it with them. Mm. But it definitely seems like a little run for Morpé. Yeah, I know. I was annoyed I dropped him this week for Cavani, but thankfully Cavani pulled through pulled through, and it didn't uh, kind of equal it out. Yeah, um, see nicely, what happens long term yeah. on that one. Yeah, yeah I, I think I just want to shout out as well. Our boy, Matty Ryan. Yeah. He's left. I know. He's gone. He's joined his boyhood club. I know. Arsenal. To be the backup and not play for Socceroos ever again. I bet Diddy G is going to be so pumped on that. <laughs> and I reckon it, you was, reckon it was our podcast and Diddy G's suggestion to talk about it that got Matty Ryan the deal. He's like, fuck, I need to get a move. I need to get out of here. Yep. I, well, we were talking about making the Schwarzer move. Yeah. Yeah. And it's basically that, but it just is. another London team. It's just a shame though he's going to be back up because he shouldn't be. But, but he might not be. Hopefully it's we'll six see. months of just something else. He gets to play a bit more and then someone swoops in and Maybe buys him. Maddie Ryan is Diddy G. That's his alias. And he was like, oh, I need to just get someone Hype talking about it. Conspiracy theory. Yeah. We're on to you, Diddy G. We're on yeah. you. We're on to you. I think we should like make a new segment, the conspiracy theory segment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Miles is on the theme tune. Go I just that. got tingles. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, he's gone there. So that's going to be interesting. Uh, what a good backup keeper. Great backup oh, keeper. I think that's actually really good business from Arsenal. I'm yeah. I'm annoyed we didn't do it. Like yeah, on loan? Was it? Yeah, on loan. Yeah, bitch. six months. Like we need a backup. Yeah. Kepa's not a backup. No. Yeah. Kepa. I will say I watched the Chelsea game last night. The... Uh, the the FA Cup game. I didn't realize that's on ESPN. And Kepa was pretty good. Really? I mean, he didn't have to do much because we were just pounding. But it was pounding, against pounding. like a championship team though, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. But he pulled that's off Because it, it's his level. Yeah. <laughs> really, really good saves that kept that should have been goals. You know what I love about this pod? We were talking about Brighton. <laughs> then we talked about Arsenal. Now we're talking about Chelsea. <laughs> All right. This is where we always end up. Back to Brighton. Back to um, just to finish up, I'm looking at their fixtures going ahead. This one looks really good against Fulham, but then they play Tottenham and then Liverpool, and then it gets a bit better with Burnley, Villa, Palace, West Brom. So, Would look- you bring in more pay for one week if you had that option? Yeah, I'm thinking about doing it for Wilson, actually. Because, yeah, that's an upgrade. Because at least... Brighton are a bit attacking. You know, Newcastle is stronger, just useless. Yeah, and, and Morpé is no longer out of favour either. Yeah, but I know that you're before me, and so you. you might pick him up. I have been thinking about it. So we'll see. We will. Yeah. Um, okay, now moving on to Fulham. Uh, yeah, Fulham 
one, I lost one nil to Chelsea. Played pretty well, in my opinion. Um, Chelsea weren't good, but Fulham were actually more yeah. organized than I thought they'd be. Uh, and then they uh, lost two one to Man United, which again I, I'd say is actually a pretty good result for them. Yeah, getting and they a went goal. up. They went up first. That was a lovely finish from Lookman. <sighs> he's he's actually pretty class. He is really classed. You know, he's got three goals, three assists so far this season. For a um, team that's like not helping him do that. No. And um, every time you watch him, like it's always him that looks like the bright spark. Pardon the pun. Yeah. So I was just going to shout him out as well. If you want to grab, jump on him for possibly this fixture, he could be good. Brighton, yeah, yeah team that you would be. Who have um, they got coming up after Brighton? More favorable. So they've got Brighton, West Brom, Leicester, West Ham. Brian West so Brom is ever going to go for yeah, a Fulham player. player. It might be now. Yeah, whole nice for two weeks week. at least. Yeah. yeah. With two, like, you know, performance against tough teams. Um, yeah, maybe. He yeah. did look good. I thought Loftus-Cheek looked good as well. He did. Yeah. Um, I in agree. that game. Yeah. yeah I Ruby. completely agree with that. Love the man. Me too. Okay. Uh, I think that's enough on this one. There's there's a little bit of fantasy prospect here for me um, mm. for both teams. So more players stand out here. I don't. Yeah, Trossard, maybe. I don't really. He's not looking as good as we initially thought. And maybe Lookman from the Fulham fixture. Uh, my prediction. I think Brighton's got this. I think yeah. it's two one. Two one. Two one to Brighton. I can see that happening. More pay with a goal. I don't know. Lucky with a goal. Lucky. Love okay. It. Uh, now this next fixture, not particularly spicy, but Man United versus Sheffield. It's looking good for United fantasy owners. Yeah. Um, they drew nil all with Liverpool, which is almost a bit assumed these days with those like kind of games. Big yeah. games like mm. they just play pretty cagey football. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was a pretty good result. I don't know who that's a good result for. I think it was good for Liverpool because I think United had more of the chances. And more yeah, I think if the they moment. if they ran away with the game, it would have been yeah, yeah. They had a lot of chances. I didn't feel super worried in many of them. Mm. I like fuck, that was a close call. But they definitely had a lot more kind of final third threat than we did. But definitely, um, yeah. Bruno kind of was a little bit quiet in that game and just solid. They were solid defensively, to be honest. Defense from both teams, I thought, yeah. was really good. But which, yeah. which you've predicted in the last little while, you thought that United's defense is going to pick up. So yeah, really, really good. That has kind of supported that. I mean, considering to Fulham. Mm. On the other hand, yeah. But- Exactly. Um, yeah. So yeah, two one that two one Fulham game. Um, yeah, Fernandez off the post. Oh God, help me. Um, <laughs> and then almost like immediately after that, um, putting a ball in for Cavani mm. to tap in. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was. I was glad to get a little assist there. I know. I thought at first they didn't call the assist, and I was like, please don't give it to him. <laughs> please. Don't. And then they gave it. I was like, fuck. Yeah, but yeah, I was happy with the Cavani goal for sure. Um, He's, and he got played this morning in the FA Cup game against Liverpool. Um, yeah, again, so he might be like a big game favoured name now. Cavani. Yeah, they knocked they knocked you out, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's brutal. Three two. Yeah, at least we scored a goal. That was nice. Two goals, yeah. Three, yeah, two, two goals after. Oh, right, after like yeah. four games of not scoring. So that's good. that's nice. That nice is good. Change. Against a team like United's defence, that's, you know, yeah. progress, mate. It so, is. Yeah, sorry. Small who steps. were the goal scorers in the FA Cup game? Uh, um, Bruno, Greenwood, um, and I can't remember who scored their other one. Uh, it um, was Rashford. Rashi? Yep. And okay. then Salah got a double. I'm not yeah. sure about the assists. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, that was what all I was really interested in. 
But yeah, um, Bruno free kick to win it. Um, and he, yeah, he looked good in, you know, the game against uh, kind of Fulham too. And I think they'll have a good time against Sheffield at the moment. Um, they're looking really, really strong. I think there might be a little bit of rotation after the FA Cup game. Yeah. You might see Martial come back in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Especially against Sheffield. You yeah. Know. But Martial, yeah. if he's got to score against anyone, it's got to be Sheffield. I would, I actually hoping Cavani gets a, a, a kind of go here. I think they wouldn't like a strong, tall, probably focal not, point but up front. Maybe because he played this morning, he might just get, you know, 20 he minutes, not, half an hour at the end. Yeah. I think it's a good game for him, though. Yeah. Against that strong defense to win headers and. Um, and it's just such top. a good position for United, like first time in quite a few years that they've been up there. So Oli will probably play a very strong team for the rest of the season. Yeah, I'd say so. They're going to push mm. and they've got confidence. Yeah. yeah. Like, look, like that fucking shot, that's goal from Pogba. Pog- oh my it feels God. like a sign. I'm yeah. like, oh God. Yeah. Like everyone's been alive. waiting for that moment where Pogba's like yeah. a good player. Yeah. And I, I'm a little worried. <laughs> like that goal, yeah. I was like, oh God. I think he's just realized that like he could win a Premier League. So he's really stepped up in the last like month or five weeks. He's just he's only started caring now. Which, yeah. It just he's shows like, you uh, that he's shit though. Like if that's your mentality, like he's yeah. class, but ment- mentality Mental, yeah. wise, yeah, he's, he's so selfish. He's piss weak. Yeah. And that's, you know, it just doesn't help anyone really. But so, from a football perspective, you'd want him in your team. Oh, wouldn't you? oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I think I'm now nervous now. Anyway, yeah. uh, Sh- uh, Sheffield, on the other hand, uh, lost 3 1 to Tottenham. Not a huge surprise there. Uh, Ramsdale swatting away that high ball from the goal. Um, ugly, but well done. Yeah. <laughs> That's yep. kind of the summary of that. And yep. then, um, yeah, brilliant ball in by Fleck uh, to oh, a great that finish was a from goal. McGoldrick. I love McGoldrick, man. That was such dude, a Maybe I'm picking him up as my dude. He's, he actually is getting some goals. He what's does. The, what's their uh, fixture run? Yeah, I'm just checking that out right now. But he's been. He's the only one that scores for them. Yeah, he's been. Oh, he's been got struck, two hard weeks. He's got, struck. He's struck gold a fair bit lately. He has. Yeah, yeah they've got both <laughs> Manchester teams, yeah. and then West Brom, then Chelsea. Oh, that's an if, easy fixture. If you were, if but you West were the, Brom game, I'd be. If you were higher up, like or lower, potentially. Lower on the table in our league, Miles. Mm. You could have gone more pay picker. Yeah, drop him, McGoldrick in. Yeah, like five goals and an assist for a team like Sheffield. That's pretty good. Yeah, being their only attacking threat threat yeah. the whole. Yeah. They come every like six weeks for him, but, but the fixtures just just don't do it for me, unfortunately. What's their run after that? Can you? It yeah. So it's you know the Manchester clubs, West Brom, Chelsea. West Ham, Fulham, Liverpool, Southampton, Leicester. I I don't see it, guys. No, I agree. I would just be looking at that West Brom and Fulham game. Yeah. As yeah. a like one off one week potentially. Yeah. Maybe up. maybe the Chelsea game as well. Maybe Liverpool. <laughs> maybe the, the maybe up. Liverpool the way we're going yeah, too. To be honest. Okay. I'm, yeah. How are we back on Chelsea? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh let's predict this one. Yeah, I think it's me. And um I'm gonna say look, I'm gonna say three nil. United. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I don't think think McGoldrick will struck gold. Maybe. I don't think so. No. I hope so because, you know, I just love him, but I think uh, United are going to really push for this at the moment. No, I completely agree. Okay, the final one, a juicy one, Tottenham versus Liverpool. Uh, First of all, as we just said, Tottenham uh, beat Sheffield 3-1. Pretty good performance from them. 
Um, mm. Yeah, Serge Aurier scoring. How did he win a header? Cross. I know it was a good ball. <laughs> How's he winning? He a stayed header? very strong in the air. Yeah, um, I, I thought it was quite good. Um, oh, Sun with that chipped shot uh, off the wrong side of the post. That did you see that? I was it's like, so if sexy. that went in, I was just gonna be like, I'm leaving fantasy. I'm away from <laughs> and I was waiting for the Hedos goal of the season call. Mate, I would have jumped on it. I would have jumped on it. It was pretty it was a nice looking little setup. But yeah, that didn't come off. Um Kane with a great turn and burst into space, uh, with a nice control finish uh from range in the bottom corner. Very classic Kane Kane goal. He's just got that in him. He just even from that distance, like you don't at first you're like, oh, it's not like a screamer that I don't see anyone saving, but it just gets through. It bounces at the right spot off the yep. pitch to, you know, throw off the keeper. He can score them all that guy. puts him away. Crazy. Yeah, no, very nice. And then uh yeah, finally the I mean, actually, here's another shout <laughs> yeah. for goal of the season <sighs> from Hito. So this one and Dombele with like, I don't know, I'm calling it a reverse chip. But oh, yeah. yeah, I like that. Yeah, <clears throat> but like, I don't know what to call it. Falling it over outside of the foot. How does he do that? I don't know. What and it was it so was. deliberate. You know, when I f- I feel like in those moments, and you see it every now and then, like it's just like instinct. Yeah, takes over. Yeah, like everything that happens is just pure instinct. He like knows roughly where the goal is. He just puts a foot out and. Well, he struck McGoldrick. He did. Goldie. I don't know. I, I'm nice. a bit hesitant to call goal of season because I don't think it was that intentional. Oh, is I this another Jesus just... moment? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jesus. It's called the Jesus when you score an unintentional goal. Yeah. Oh, it should Plus. be called the sucker from that fucking cross. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I meant it. Fuck yeah. off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the bastard. Um, but yeah, I don't know if he meant it, but it was crazy. And just a way to cap off a good win. Yeah. Okay. So the other side of this fixture, Liverpool. Um, Liverpool, nil all draw to Man United. Uh, one nil loss to Burnley. Uh, lost 3-2 to United. Getting some goals finally in the FA Cup. Uh, yeah. What are you thinking, Heat? Man, it's not a good time. It's not a good time. <laughs> I'm not enjoying this right now. I can tell you that. You know what it feels like to be a Chelsea fan now? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I honestly do. It keeps it keeps the league exciting. I'll say yeah. that. I mean, it keeps fantasy league exciting, and it keeps uh, it keeps the Premier Prem- League. Oh, a hundred percent. This has been one of the best seasons we've had in a while, and it's just like it's chaos. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's pure chaos. To be only honest. it's only the best because it's kind of chaotic in the, you know the form of the big teams. I mean, it's definitely not one of the best ones for any team, and I think that's probably got a lot to do with COVID. No fans in the stadium. Everyone's yeah. had a problem with that. Yeah, um, and I think everyone's riding it off as a weird season, but mm. still, it's it's enjoyable with like this battle. I love this back battle. and forth, back and forth. I mean, I hate where Chelsea is right now. I'd, but m- I'd much rather be running away with it. Yeah, it could have been a season where a lot of teams could have run away with it just like Liverpool last season. But if one team, yeah, struck doesn't seem like this, and um, yeah, it could be a fun, you know, last what uh 20, 18 game weeks yeah, there's a lot of I'm games excited. to go still so but back to liverpool i will say um you know they defended really well against united so i think that that's all pretty standard um but even though they lost one nil to burnley they created so many chances it is just that they were up against a team like burnley who are just so rock solid in defense well yeah. they are back to that they're just ball. so hard to break down they are very hard so i wouldn't really be writing liverpool off um, because they're still creating the chances. They just haven't put in the back yeah. of the net. The worry is that that's 
like four games in a row until the FA Cup game with a single goal scored. Mm. Yeah. And that's yeah. really, and that's against teams that like, you, you know, be. maybe the United game, you yeah. think maybe might not score. Mm. But some of the other games we've had, that's really poor. Um, and the front three have looked horrible. We've honestly missed Jota. Um, the reason he came in was to spice up that front three and when one of them were tired to rest him or not playing well. Mm, that's and fair. it was the perfect strategy to do that and it would have worked so well if he wasn't injured right now. How long is he out for? He should be back in Feb. Um, so he'll be back soon. But I think what we're experiencing right now is the reason we brought him in and unfortunately he's just not there. Mm. Um, I think it's a potentially interesting opportunity to try and trade for one of these players when they're low. Yeah, like a Mane or um, a wing back potentially. Oh, a little Pope Pope for Mane situation. <laughs> yeah, mate. Oh, is that what you're recommending? Mate, let's do it. But I think someone. Oh, Tom Heaton. Because I Tom I, Heaton owns Mane. I know, I do. One Pope. Because <laughs> <laughs> I even had that thought after the game. I was like, "Fucking Mane!" Like it was first pick, draft pick, mm. and I'm doing so poorly with him. Yeah. But for someone who's not a Liverpool fan that has less attachment to that player, you might be able to catch them off. And if you want to risk, kind of throwing in someone who's in form sure um for one of the big names you never know yeah liverpool really need to get back on it because i'm just looking at their last five fixtures after you said that and they drew with west brom they drew with newcastle and then southampton united burnley we all already know about that so they need to change something that's like that's like four games you'd think wins yeah yeah not good okay so i guess that should bring us to a little prediction um yeah, it's me. Is it you? Oh, yeah. perfect. I would not be predicting a Liverpool win. Mate, yeah, I'd be saying like Tottenham. I yeah, honestly, Tottenham. yeah, I, I want to predict Liverpool, but Ooh. Ooh. I just don't think I can. Do oh, it. my God. Do it. I just I don't it. think I can. Go with your gut, mate. I think Tottenham will win 1-0. Okay. Oh, okay. a little Jose special there. Yeah, yeah I think they'll just, they'll just see Burnley, but like, sweet, we're going to do the same thing. Yeah, and then just make them breaks down, and they've got someone like Son and Kane as a difference to yeah put that away. So you rec- So this is what we kind of talked about before. It's like oh, I wouldn't normally play my Tottenham players against Liverpool attack, but Mourinho does does love to park a bus in a big game, and mm. it's better players. And Liverpool's not in good form, so maybe I am playing Eric Dyer this week. <laughs> I'd be tempted to, man. Um, okay, so. I had one question. Um, it's actually a question a friend of uh, ours posed to me. He's in a tipping comp at the moment. He's not someone in our fantasy league. He's doing mm. some. I don't know what the tipping comp is. It sounds like it's a bunch across a, a bunch of different sports. But the question posed to him was, "Oh, sh- I should have been more prepared with this. I think it was um, who is going to score the most goals between two specific dates upcoming." Uh, I'll oh, give you the okay. exact. Uh, I'll give you the exact dates That's now. Interesting. Uh, it was from the 14th of Feb to the 19th of March. Okay. Well, I'd have to go away and do some research on that. I mean, uh, I can't do it on the spot. I know. I know. So I I did do a bit of research for him. I had mm. a look, and for me, it was Kane. Yep. Kane. Kane. Yeah. I like it was actually undisputedly that, but I was a little bit nervous about Fernandez. So maybe maybe what we can do here is quickly do a matchup of their fixtures. Like it's pretty easy to do. You just can't I'll I'll click on let's go with I'll do Fernandez. I've got Kane open. Okay, cool. Yep. I've got Fernandez. So uh fixtures for Fernandez. Was it 14th of Feb? 
Yeah, so from the 14th of Feb through to uh, the something in March. 19th of March. And maybe okay. this is a question we could shout out to so our listeners like as well. Five games. So, yeah, so here we go. We got West Brom, Newcastle, Chelsea, City, West Ham uh, for United. So, week, for, what's, for what's the week of the 14th of Feb? The week of the 14th of Feb is West Brom. Okay, it's City for. Yeah. Um, but then after that, Kane. But after that, so I don't. I think I'd favor Fernandez there. That's one towards him. Yeah. Next game is West Ham for Kane. Uh, Newcastle. Okay, I favor you again. Okay, interesting. Burnley Mex for me for Chelsea. Kane. Potentially like Burnley. Yeah. But this one, so it's two to one. Then for, City. No way. Burnley's gonna be way better defensively than Chelsea. Hey, hey, hey. That's a couple weeks a good point. Okay, that's more even. Crystal Palace. So City. again, City. Yeah, Kane so here. Kane on that one. Then Arsenal. And then West Ham. I would go Fernandez based off those. Interesting. It's pretty even. Wait, wait, wait. Now, this uh, this is an interesting question. Does wh- Where does the game week end for you? Because, look, I'm looking at the 21st of March as the next game against Palace. What about Kane? Same, yeah. Oh, same. Okay. So, Fernandez. I'd favor Fernandez because I think he could get doubles against some of those teams um, versus Kane. Fair um, enough. And he's... I, he's the top scoring player since he joined the league. I think yeah. that's what I saw. Oh yeah, so right. he scored the most goals. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah Back Fernandez over that period. Okay, there you go. Maybe I was wrong. Do you think so, Marlo? I, I think it's really close. And you know how you're saying Fernandez could get doubles. I think Kane in a few of those fixtures could get Hattie. So I, I don't know. I, it, I think it's flipping a coin, and it's 50, it really 50. is. Yeah. I'd say Fernandez. Yeah, yeah. All right. I'd say Son. Because I'm a, I'm, I'm, I love that little Korean. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Straussy. All right. Um, now, finally, we're gonna go. We're gonna play our last little game, last little segment. It's called Kings and Peasants. Uh, we choose a, a king, basically someone who's in form, got a big price tag. Yeah. Um, and then, or a peasant, which is someone on the lower end, someone that might not be in most teams, kind of like our shout out to someone who might be picking up form mm-hmm. or, you know, might be a good opportunity to bring into your team. Uh, now, as always, I pick first because I've been doing not so great. Uh, now, I'm last at, on how many? 97 points. Then we've got Hito on 107, Milo well and truly in the lead on 119. Um, now, I think for me this week, I'm going to go keepers. I'm doing a keeper week. You want to do a keeper kings and peasants? I'm doing keeper kings and peasants. I, look, you got to get it out of the way and I saw a good good fixture for one of them. I think I've gone pretty risky on my other one, but yeah, let's do it. We'll see how we go. Um, I'm going to go with Edison as my king for this one. Okay. Uh, I think, yeah, he's, gonna, he's a pretty good option there. I mean, that's against West Brom. Um, so... Yeah, I like his chances of a clean sheet there. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I've gone with Darlow on the other one against Leeds. <laughs> I'm riding that Leeds roller coaster. <clears throat> I just don't know where it'll land. I don't want to give it to you. It's up to Hater. What, Darlow for yeah. Peasant? It's up to it's up I'll to give Hader. it to you. He hasn't done much in the last few weeks, so. Hater created no you. drama there. Hey, he's just I'll like, give I'll give it to him. <laughs> I'll give it to you. Okay, I'm going to yeah. go mine now. So, I'm, as my king, I'm going to go for Rashford. You're not doing keepers? No, I'm not doing keepers. <sighs> okay. I'm going Rashi. I'm going wild. I'm going right. Rashi. Right, right. Going Sheffield. King Rashi, yeah. And then for my uh peasant, Bernardo Silva. I'll give it to you. Oh, 
That's a good pick. Dick. <laughs> um, <laughs> one week. All right. So Milo. All right. Um, <clears throat> can I get away with Foden for my peasant? No. No. Let me see his form. No. Look at the form. Have a look He's at the He's the form. highest goal scorer for them across all competitions. We yeah, just said that. We're looking at the Prem. Nah, he's, no he scored way. two goals and right. assists in the last four weeks, yeah. All right, I'll put him as my king then. Yep. And for my Pezzo, I'm going to just look at someone like... Jeez, oh I'm not really prepared for this. Who's Liverpool playing? Oh, yeah, it's not good. Tottenham. Uh, let's get on that Leeds train. I'll go Alioski. Yeah, cool. I think that's a good shout. He's looked good lately. Not yeah. bad. Okay. Yeah, Definitely like a source of creativity for them. All right. Well, that's it yeah. uh, for this game week. I, I had fun, boys. I mean, <clears throat> mornings, I think we're better at night. Yeah. My, my energy levels are always better, but the coffee pulled me through. Yeah. I, I think a special commendation goes to Miles for just being here. Yeah. You've we made up, boys. man. I can tell. We made it. Honestly, when we FaceTimed this morning to mm. decide to do this, you were in bed with no clothes on. Yeah. And 20 minutes later, you were here. So yeah. with Commitment. I would say, what, what print shirt is that? It's it's actually a cappuccino. Oh, cappuccino! But it's like a kind of tiger, tiger cappuccino swirl. Yeah, it yeah, definitely like says I'm hungover and I don't care. Yeah, it's this fresh <laughs> bay shirt. I, yeah. I actually like it. Got it's good, Vegas baby. I like it. All right, well, thanks for another week, boys. Uh, don't forget to check us out on our Insta, Twitter pages. Hito, uh, the handle is our uh, FPL Draft Boys. You'll find us. Look for our logo as well, boys with a Z. Yep, that's it. We out. Boy, Catch you, boys. Boys. boys.